Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. That's 833-886-5282. Call today. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number three at Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Baseball season is in full swing, and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood, Buick, Chevy, GMC, and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now, it's time for Around the Horn. Well, it didn't take long to go around the horn today, Kev, with uh, Arkansas and Murray State. I don't see the official time of the game. The winning pitcher today was Hagen Smith, who now officially is 1-0. Yeah, finally. (laughs) And uh, Gabe Gackle gets the uh, save, his first of the year. And uh, Arkansas pounded out a grand total of seven hits today. And, Kev, if you take out the slugfest that they had the other day with uh, Grambling, Mm -hmm. these individual numbers would not look as good as they look today. Uh, When you start looking at some season numbers, ouch. There are still some uh, players who are struggling. Your leadoff batter. Below the Mendoza line. Yeah, your leadoff batter, a robust 194. What now is your two and three hitters. Diggs, he's up to 382. Sprague Lott is now 429. Uh, McLaughlin is 290. Alloy, 216. Polk is 286. That's a small, small sample size with him. He's only had seven at bats. Seven at bats, yeah. Yeah. Edmondson, same thing, small sample, just uh, 12 at bats, but he's batting. Two fifty. Fifty. Jason Jones had a decent day again today. Two seventeen batting average. Peyton Holt three twenty three, and Wilsmeyer dropped down to two forty one. Yeah. Team average combined two eighty five. Yeah, and we knew that. Thank goodness pitching was really good again today. Twenty total strikeouts. Hagen Smith made one mistake. First batter of the game hits a home run. That's what happens after you strike out 17 batters against a top 10 team, right? First batter of the next game, you give up a home run. They settled down from there, obviously, six innings pitch, 12 strikeouts. Uh, like I said, 20 total strikeouts. Gabe Gackle was electric, uh, fastball in the upper 90, struck out five uh, over an inning and two-thirds. Cody Frank was the bridge. He was the setup man today. And Frank went an inning and a third, kind of got in trouble, gave up a double, and that's when uh, Coach Van Horn went to Gackle there in the eighth inning. Two runners on, and that's when the score was only three to one. They scored two, and the Hawks scored two in the bottom of the eighth to make the final what it was, five to one. So big pressure situation again for the freshmen like it was last weekend at Globe Life against Oklahoma State in the ninth inning. So uh, Gackle is really kind of carving out his role as that stopper, so to speak. All right, let's uh, put all this supposedly in perspective. Uh, Murray State came in hitting 319 as a team. Their team ERA was 373 going in today. Their starter, Cave Vernon, had a 6.52 ERA. He was 1 0 on the season. That was his third appearance today and his third start of the season. Uh, how good is this Murray State team, Kev? They're going to. They're a scrappy team. Of course, they 
they they recruit Arkansas. Uh, Thomas McNabb from Conway via Crowder went there. He pitched a little bit today. Uh, they've got Connor Cunningham from Batesville, Coach Justin Cunningham's son uh, that coaches at line. He's going to go up there. They've had some Arkansas flavor in the past. They're just a gritty team. They're kind of in the James Madison role. Uh, decent conference, mid-major conference, and they're going to get out there. Bullpen depth won't be as good. Uh, just It won't be like it was last weekend. So Arkansas needs to take advantage of the situations. You and I were talking off-air in between the break here that it hit a little bit better with runners on today. Uh, runners in scoring position was a little bit better. So if they can do that and scratch out, I want to see them score double digits. I mean, they scored 15 against James Madison in that second game, I believe, on that Friday. Um, before losing the third and winning the fourth. So I want to see some double-digit runs. See these guys actually get hot with the bat. The temperatures are going to be warmer this weekend, so there's no excuse about it being cold or anything like that. You're going to have great baseball weather the next two days in Fayetteville. But let's face it, when the SEC season starts, you're not going to see many double-digit scores. No, so you're not. Winning, winning five to one is just fine. It, I, I agree with you. It, I'm it, not fine with it. I want more runs. <sighs> They need, they. I want to see certain things. You saw a double steal late in the game today. That was big. So while they can work on this stuff, and that's why I'm saying it, while they can work on these things, let's get it done. Put up, just like in football, when you're getting tune-ups, playing those directional schools, get your get your work in and work on those offensive statistics. Because like you said, Paul Skeens is not there at LSU, but they do. You know, SEC is loaded with pitching, just like it was last weekend at Globe Life. You're going to be facing those, you know, type of pitchers uh, with that type of stuff every weekend, every day. Kevin, one thing that uh, has also been absent, we expected, regardless of cold weather, a few more long balls. Yeah. Only this, six. Yeah. This is a team right now that's lacking power. Yeah, and that was one of the things I said they'd hit uh, 100 home runs based on what they had done in the past. Baseball is a game of extrapolation. You look at what they've done in the past versus competition and project what they're going to do in the future. Production just hasn't been there yet. Jason Jones has gotten hot. He had, of course, six RBIs, two home runs against Grambling, but that was Grambling. Like you said, take take the Grambling game out. The offensive numbers are still pretty putrid. Uh, so extra base hits, they're there. Coach Van Horn said this is a team of middle-of-the-lineup guys. They need to start showing it. What do you think is going on with Wagner? Lack of opportunity right now. I haven't, yeah. I haven't heard anything. Uh, I was really big on him in preseason, him getting the start, maybe DH right there, or play first base. Of course, he started as the DH. Uh, ben McLaughlin has been that guy at first base, though. Before today, he was over 300. He had really been that, uh, as far as a trio between him, Diggs, and Sprague Lott, the three most consistent hitters on the team, dating back to the start of the season. So, uh, maybe Coach Van Horn sees, you know, maybe we start playing some matchups a little bit. You see a lefty-on-lefty matchup uh, with McLaughlin in there. If he starts struggling a little bit, that's when Wagner gets in and gets some opportunities. Hmm. Could he not play outfield? I thought he could, but Jason Jones is hitting now, so you can't yeah. take him out of the lineup. Yeah, that's true. And Wilmsmeyer, eh, Wilmsmeyer, I mean, he hit 300 at Missouri last year, but you're not expecting a whole lot. He did have that five RBI game against James Madison on the Friday. Uh, last weekend didn't really hit a whole lot. Played some pretty good defense out there. But uh, the question is, and we've already started asking this, what happens when Peyton Stovall comes back? Because you're going to have even more lineup jam. And this was another different lineup today. I think he's used nine different lineups in nine games. So when you start seeing some consistency right here, you'll start seeing some separation to where we can get comfortable with who's going to be in a lineup. And I know that will help on your bet, Saracen, double R props as well. Wow. Um, I'm I'm about at the point. I think I'm just going to put a zero point five besides everybody. And <laughs> well, uh, we need some multi-hit games. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe that would help. Um, Will Edmondson, do you see him as a true threat to Wellsmeyer in center field? Could be. He got to start uh, last uh, Sunday uh, against Michigan there. So uh, he Edmondson hit really well and he was really consistent coach van horn had, had pointed that out that's why he had gotten some spot starts in left field so he has been really the first one off the bench in certain situations whether it be pinch running pinch hitting uh or defensive replacement so uh, he's that first guy off the bench right now he, he's the 10th guy so to speak uh so i expect him to probably get a few more at bats here coming up pretty soon 
Do you think we're seeing a trend that a player who starts is a player who finishes the game? You're not seeing many, even if a player seems to be struggling in game, you're not seeing, you were talking about uh, um, first off the bench was Edmondson. Yeah. Uh, we're just not seeing many changes, though. Yeah. Once, you, once a player starts, he finishes the game. Yeah, you let him ride it out. You don't want to work on stuff in game. And that's one of the things that is different from football, so to speak. You can kind of work on technique on the sideline. You can get over there and throw a football. You start messing with your swing in game. That's when you really start getting into your head, and the mental side of it just goes downhill. The roller coaster just breaks off the tracks and keeps going at that point. And you just let them ride it out, work on it in the cage between games, before games. And if they don't have it there, Coach Van Horn has done a really good job of seeing that and rewarding the guys like a Hudson Polk who hit the grand slam in his first at-bat the other day and showed some consistency in the preseason and the fall uh, and rewarded him today with a start as a designated hitter. So uh, add Hudson Polk in the mix. When your fourth catcher comes out and hits a grand slam in his first at-bat, I don't care who it's against, you still have to square a ball up. So uh, they had a lot of – and that's what was so – that's what I was really looking at the other day and – that was not concerning because they actually squared some balls up. One, t- I know exit velo is a big thing right now, and a lot of people are talking about it. It's the first thing they give on the radio or on the TV on SEC Network and radio. Plus. Yeah, and radio was what was the exit velocity? Well, it was one ten off the bat up the middle. Okay, so that's why we talk about it so much because there's a correlation. The harder you hit it, the further it flies, and uh, you're starting to see that. You saw that more and more in the Grambling State game, and I was hoping it would carry over to today. Well, the other part about the uh, velocity of the swing is the bat speed itself. Yeah. I mean, if you can't swing a bat now, at least it seems like against the quality of pitching that you're going to face night in, night out, if you can't get it right at 100 miles per hour, you're not going to catch up with the with a good fastball. Yeah, and so they look at it, and anything really over 70 on the bat swing itself is considered really good. You get up to in the low, higher 70s, low 80s, just think about that. That's when you get really good hand speed uh, when you're looking at what generates the exit velocity. So harder pitching, pitching being thrown a little bit harder. Fastballs, they generate more exit velocity. Hanging curveballs don't quite generate as much. So plus, you, when you start talking about the physics of it, Jason Jones kind of has a, not a downswing, but he – generates a lot of backspin on the ball you generate backspin you get a little bit more exit velocity uh versus topspin so to speak so there's certain instances on the ball even though it's coming 85 90 95 miles per hour where they're trying to hit the ball to hit it out of the ballpark all right pitching you kind of touched on it a few moments ago thank goodness for pitching so far this season but when you start comparing hagan smith brady taggart and throw in Molina. Who else in the SEC right now can stack up three pitchers? Nobody. For a Friday, Saturday, Sunday like Arkansas can trot out there. Yeah, because you got free, you got three Friday night guys right now. I mean, you do. I mean, Mason Molina, Friday, or Sunday against Michigan, five innings, ten strikeouts, no hits. Last weekend was unbelievable, and we talked about it on Tuesday during the segment that it was something that I had never seen from a college pitcher before. And now you're getting comparisons to Paul Skeens last year in terms of Hagen Smith. Would he be MLB ready against some lineups in Major League Baseball? Well, with the stuff he had last Friday night against Oregon State, yes, he would. Now, that doesn't mean he's going to go directly to pro, uh, to the big show when he gets drafted in July. So, But if he continues to be consistent like this, one hit, three hits, double-digit strikeouts, He's keeping he's keeping his pitch count down to where he's being a lot more efficient this year. That was the the only knock on him was the command and staying in the zone. So he's right there, but nobody really in the nation right now can compare with the starting rotation. What has the staff done differently, or have they done anything differently with this pitching staff? Because it the one area, Kevin, that seems to be right now head and shoulders above all seems to be the lack of walks now we can talk about the strikeouts yeah it's a definitely 
I would guess, on a school record pace right now. It's on national record pace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Set, 20 set, a game? Yeah. Good set, grief. Set, it's over, a little over 700. Arizona State set it back in 1976. I want to say it's 732 for a season. After last weekend, they were on pace for 1,000. Well, think about this. The school record for a game was 18 before this year, and they've already eclipsed it three times. Yeah. In now, three, three of the last four, five games, yeah. Now, who knows if that'll continue, but good grief. This is amazing. Yeah, you won't keep up that pace through SEC play and into postseason, but you got to think right now. I mean, just look at it. So they're, they're, they're at nine games. Say they play 60. So 50, you're, you'll have at least 50 more games, and you are 600 strikeouts away from breaking the all-time record for a team in a season. You had to yeah. average twelve that's, a game. Yeah, that's about twelve a game. Twelve that's, a game. So you got to strike easy. out forty three percent of your hitters over the wow. course of a season when you Maybe break eight. it down. Yeah, when you break it down like that. So, but you go back to the walks. Yeah, they've only walked twenty seven on the season. See, that's good. Yeah, and that that's been the biggest thing. These guys are throwing strikes more, and that was the thing last year we talked about. Hagen Smith is. Yeah, he would go out and strike out people, but he'd strike out nine over three innings, but his pitch count would be 71 after three innings because he ran into trouble, more three-strike count. They're getting ahead of hitters. You want to say the thing that's different from last year? They're getting ahead of hitters a lot more early and often in games, and that's keeping that pitch count down. It's been uh, super impressive. That's an yeah, understatement so the, far. The offense has walked twice as many times as the pitching staff has allowed. They've walked 55 times the offense has, and the, de- the pitching staff has only given up 27. That's impressive. Yeah. No question. Uh, where do you see the bullpen at this particular point? Uh, it's behind I the had... fences. It's behind the fences in right and left field. <laughs> really? You've seen that. Yeah, you've seen that, haven't you? Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> um, I mean, is the. I mean, I'm going to jump ahead to SEC play, which I realize is still several games away. But is Cody Frank going to be the first one that you see out of the bullpen, or is it going to be. Uh, and by the way, Rick, that bullpen has been relocated to the right field. Right. And it's, so it's not as quite as but far. The visitors are still in the left field. Yeah, they're so still, they're still, still in the same place. Yeah. I th- I th- yeah. yeah. Right. I, I, man, thank you for that, Rick. Yeah. I, <laughs> right. I was kind of getting uh, lost on they where they dugouts, too. But in fact, they could the even same. go through the tunnel if, they, if they'd if they rather yeah. just take the shortcut, maybe. They could do right. that. But the dugouts are in the same place, too. But the team switched use which ones they use. Yeah, yeah that's true. So. I'd like to or say Will McIntyre. Yeah, I'd like to say Cody Frank. I'll, thank yeah, you. I'll, yeah. I'll finish my sentence. There you go. Thanks to Rick. Thanks, Rick. <laughs> so, you bet. W- Willie Mack struggled a little bit last weekend. Came in, the slider was kind of flat and over the middle of the plate. If you're if you're not going to throw 98, 99, you better have some dance to it. The ball better move in, out, up, down. So, ball got left over the plate a little bit. And Cody Frank in his second outing last weekend against Michigan kind of did the same thing. Ball was over the middle of the plate too much. Both Will and Cody have the same makeup as far as their their arsenal that they throw. They're going to be 89 to 92, may bump 93, but they, they can throw change up to lefties. They can throw sliders away from righties, and they can throw a curveball. I think each of them has about five or six pitches. So you take that, then you have the power arms, like a Gabe Gackle, a Jake Faraday, Christian Fouch. And then you got your setup specialist or, or lefty-on-lefty specialist in Stone Hewlett. Then you got Gage Wood, who has – Looked good this season. Last, yeah, where's he going to settle yeah, in? Last weekend, didn't have his best stuff, and Coach Van Horn pointed that out. Uh, the slider didn't have the bite to it uh, that he had the week before. But if Gage goes out there with confidence and he can work 93 to 95, he's another power arm. Cooper Dawson, a name we haven't really talked much about from Springdale Harbor. Uh, his, it's his sophomore year up there now. He was up to 95 the other day. Struck out the side in his only inning against Grambling. Maybe that gives him some confidence moving forward. The knock on him in the past has been, okay, he walked too many, couldn't be consistent in the zone. But now, Doss, it is. So you've got your 10 guys that can go out there and do it. But if you look at the way it's broken down, the reason he Coach Van Horn said he did not want to name a closer at the beginning of the season because he's got guys that can go out there and not just pitch for an inning. I think there's one guy right now that you say, okay, three outs and you're done, and that's Jake Faraday. Just because the command's not quite there yet, he's still a work in progress. But when he's when he's on, he's really on, and I think they can see that. But if you look at Gackle, he's gone out against Oklahoma State. He's gone two and two-thirds inning. Colin Fisher 
Haven't even talked about him yet. He can start. He can come in and close. He can be that bridge. He can go two or three outs, so or two or three innings. So you got your starters. If they get you to the seventh inning, you're only going to use two pitchers in a game. And that's the great thing about this because that can take them from maybe winning two out of three in a weekend to sweeping and possibly getting over that 20-win mark, getting to 21, 22 wins, and winning the overall SEC title. So where do you see Fisher? Where do you see – I know he started – one inning, one inning only against Grambling. Yeah, that because that was a bullpen day. Basically. Yeah, that was a bullpen yeah. day. But where do you see him fitting in? He's going to be the midweek starter, I think, because Coach Van Horn wanted to reward him after what he did Saturday night against Oklahoma State. Right. So you're going to see him in that role, but you're also going to see him get two or three innings if a pitcher struggles and they need to go to a lefty really quick. He's going to be that first lefty that can go more than an inning or more than a batter like Hewlett. If they got two or three lefties in a row, Hewlett's a good matchup in that situation. But Fisher can go, if starter only goes three or four innings, he can go three or four himself and get back on track. We used to, back in our day, call them rubber arms. Yeah. Where it seemed like they could pitch every day. That's right. Fisher almost gives me that impression. He does because he's strong. He is built. I mean, his nickname is the Big Tuna. 6'3", 215, 220. He can go out there and he works hard. But the sad thing about it is he's only a freshman. Think about that. Sad thing yes. or good thing? I mean, sad thing for everybody else. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that's the problem. Bad news for opposing hitters out there. And I think that he's only going to get better as he gets more refined. This is a guy that if he wouldn't have had his asking price a little too high, he would have gone to the Major League Draft in round three or four. But his asking price was a little too high. A little too much seven-figure action happening. Luckily for us, he's at the University of Arkansas. Wow, yep. good thing. Didn't realize he was that highly regarded. All right, we will step aside for a moment. Rick Schaefer, Kevin Bohannon, around the horn, thanks to Wood Family Dealerships. Drive Time Sports will continue in just a moment. Oakland Racing Casino Resort presents Oakland Game Day. An inside look at the week's big games, exciting prop bets, and the latest betting lines from Oakland Sportsbook. Justin Akery and Oakland's Director of Sports Wagering, Zach Gillum, give you all the info you need to place your bets at Oakland. Catch it on the buzz Wednesday nights at 7, and again Thursday mornings at 5.30 before morning mayhem. Oakland Game Day, on your fun and game station, 1037 The Buzz. This is Pat Bradley, and you've heard it here on The Buzz several times about the Casasa free checking account at Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. Earn up to 6% on your checking account for doing the things you already do, like using your debit card and have direct deposit. Plus, you can use any ATM anywhere and have your ATM fees waived. So apply today for your Casasa checking account and earn up to 6% at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union, serving Saline, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. I'm Supreme Court Justice Barbara Webb. And I'm excited to announce my candidacy for the position of Chief Justice. From private practice to prosecuting attorney to justice on the Supreme Court, my over four decades of courtroom experience have more than prepared me for this opportunity. I'll be an experienced and prepared Chief Justice with a fresh perspective on how to tackle our biggest problems. And that's exactly what Arkansans deserve. I'll focus on reducing case backlogs, expanding public access to the court, and modernizing our current systems and processes to save time and create efficiencies. Most importantly, I will uphold the rule of law and protect our Constitution. That's what I've done my entire life, and that's what I'll do as your next Chief Justice. With your support, I will continue to be a fair and independent voice that all Arkansans can trust. Remember, early voting begins February 20th, and Election Day is March 5th. Paid for by the Barbara Webb for Chief Justice Committee. 
Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at lionsdrug.com. At the heart of historic downtown Russellville, the Old Bank offers an upscale dining experience. With the freshest ingredients and creative touches, their menu has an item for everyone. From their signature lump crab cake to a classic blue cheese poutine, BLT wedge salad to hand-cut prime steaks, they aim to cater everyone. And that's not all. Upstairs at the Old Bank, you can enjoy live entertainment Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday with trivia, comedy shows, karaoke, live music, and more. Old Bank in downtown Russellville. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. Be a part of the game plan. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. As Arkansas's community bank, First Security helps people make life better for themselves and for other Arkansans. They focus on helping make our communities stronger. Now, every dollar that stays in the community helps the community through things like new homes and businesses so other people can have better lives. If you want your banking dollars to do more good, check out First Security at fsbank.com. Dot com today. That's First Security Bank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater and we are joined by... Baseball season is in full swing and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood, Buick, Chevy, GMC, and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now, it's time for Around the Horn. We also have a very special guest. And, uh, Kevin, I won't ask Rick this question. I'll give it to you. Okay. Oh, let's do this first. Let us do this first. We need uh, 501-661-1037. We need... To give away a pair of two pairs. Two pairs. Two pairs. Two pairs. Two pairs. Uh, Arkansas Razorback baseball tickets. And this will be for the upcoming Tuesday game. Tuesday game with UCA 501 661 1037. So, first two gets this correct, you got your pair of tickets. Who holds the Razorback record? This is going to be a tough one. For the longest hitting streak. And how long was that streak? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I like that. Oh, wow. Who holds the Razorback record for the longest hitting streak, and how long was the streak? 501-661-1037. All right, uh, Kevin, I'll let you answer this question. Name me the young man who has led the state in passing completion percentage the last two years it's been right at 90%. <laughs> yeah, or maybe 95%. Yeah, touchdown to interception ratio is like 40 to 1 also. Is that yeah, same guy? Yeah, yeah same that would be Owen Miller from Harding Academy. Oh, how about that, Owen? 90%? <laughs> Thank you. 90%? 80, okay, literally 80%. So let's, uh, yeah, yeah he, he's been 80%. 80. Yeah, not quite 90, but hey, oh. na- Owen, Owen, <laughs> now, now you have goals for next year, buddy. Yeah. Ninety. Ninety. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I I will say this, Kevin, Rick. I saw this, and, and if there wasn't a accompanying video, I might not have believed this. What did you run the other day? We used to call it the uh, the two twenty. What What did you run the other day in that two twenty sprint the other day, Owen? Um. Yeah, I did a track meet yesterday, and I ran it in a 23.01. That's pretty good. 
Thank now, you. Now this is a QB. Yeah. So where did where did you where did you get the wheels from? I mean, God blessed me with a good build, you know. So I got some long strides, and then I've been naturally fast. But also, I've been working a lot on my form with my older brother, uh, Ethan. He's just been helping me get my knee drive up and just all those little details. And so I've just been sprinting a lot and trying to get a lot faster. But I also have a good build with some long strides. Now, is is this adding to the legend of the story? Is it true? You didn't even use starting blocks? No, sir. I, I just I hadn't done it before. I was like, ah, the 200 seems like something <laughs> fun to do. And, you know, like, maybe, maybe some college scouts would like to see that. There so you go. Like, Let's try it out. Hey, hey, use starting blocks, and you'll, 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 you'll get that 22. You'll get down to 22. Oh, oh I will. I, I just I hadn't practiced using the starting blocks yet, so I was like, I don't want to, like, use them if I hadn't even practiced it. So I'm just going to... Because that could have messed me up. But the next me, I'll for sure use starting block. That's smart. Twenty three oh one. Yeah. First time out, and and now, I I don't know again if I have the entire story correct, but this is really though, without any formal training, and without training specific specifically for track and field. Is that true, Owen? Um, specifically for track and field, that is correct. That's amazing. Uh, obviously, I've been doing other sports and training for football, and so that, you know, helped with it. But, like, specifically for the 200, no, sir. So how have you managed to avoid the, the baseball pull? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, a lot of it has to do with, I'm not, like, dissing my family, but, you know, like, obviously <laughs> I'm a quarterback, and doing that and throwing, they just they don't really like the idea of the different throwing motion. or. And my dad, he actually played college baseball, so... I mean, it's not like they've never had experience with it, but they kind of just think maybe it's a little bit too late to start doing it, even if I would just PO because I'm not used to that throwing motion. Yeah, so I just never really got into it as a kid. It's different. Reason, so. Yeah, and I know, I know you haven't played, so I, it really wasn't a question that I was like, I thought about asking Coach Fullerton a couple of years ago. Hey, why don't you get that Miller kid out there? I mean. He slings it pretty good, but you you could just go out there and throw a lot of circle changes because you pronate everything like that, like throwing a football. So you could just be a change-up specialist. I know. I've, I've thought about doing it, but I don't know. Maybe <laughs> drop down. Yeah, maybe drop down sidearm, do that, do a little bit of that, have it dancing. <laughs> now, you're not going to let Grayson Wilson outdo you, are you? <laughs> oh, no. He's, he's, he, can, he can outdo me for all of that for sure. Okay. Okay. He's a stud. He's a stud. Okay, yeah, he's uh, he's wearing the basketball hat. He's wearing the football hat. He's wearing the baseball hat. He's wearing all those hats. All right, I think we may have an answer oh, yeah. to our trivia question. Let's check this out real quick. Steve, good afternoon. You got a question? You got an answer for us? Oh, I I hope so. Is it Heston Kerstad? Nope. Nope. No. Oh! <laughs> Heston Kerstad is the one that comes up with. Yeah, when you do Razorback baseball record for longest <laughs> yeah. hitting streak. <laughs> that, yeah. it's that's a, the one that Google. Yeah, good, yeah, Google don't work on this. How uh, about sorry, that? Man. Google doesn't work. Amazing. Wow. Hey, we'll never talk. get an answer then. Yeah. <laughs> that's <right>. Take care. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. That went back to night. I will give this hint. No, no. No? You've only had one guess. Oh, okay. You're going to give a hint? Okay, okay. All right. Good grief. Taught me out of it in a well, hurry. If we, get six, if we get to the end of the segment, we don't have anybody okay, else, but we'll give right. a hint. Then you can give a hint. There that's you go. right. We're trying to give away, Owen. If you want to jump in and give the answer, I'll let you do that. Uh, who uh, holds the uh, Razorback record for the longest hitting streak, and how long was the streak? Yeah, I would never guess that. Sir. Yeah. Okay, all right. Big all right. Baseball guru. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, we know your first love, or at least it appears to be, first love, football. And you are starting to attract some attention. Talk about the recruiting uh, process, Owen, and where it stands today. Um. Yeah, it, it started, I guess, like a year ago, um, or a little over. And not quite a year ago. It was like last May. Um, I got an offer from Tennessee Martin, and that was it was kind of out of the blue. Which, cause, you know, most of the recruiting happens after your junior year, so I wasn't really expecting much. 
even though I, I had a pretty good season. But I was like, I'm not really like big enough yet, probably. But I got one then, so I was like, well, awesome. That's like kind of the extra. And then, um, you know, after the season, you know, I've been getting recruited by a few schools, and then a couple weeks ago, they got offered by uh, University of Central Arkansas. And so it'll probably just continue to go on for a couple more months. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Are you going to make the uh, the camps this summer? That seems to be one of the other things that uh, is almost mandatory today. If you want to get a lot of the major interest, you got to go to camps. Yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll definitely have to go to um, a few camps or, like, you know, visit the places I'm interested in. And, yeah, it's definitely harder nowadays with the transfer portal especially because, you know, a lot of, like, fourth or fifth-year seniors will be – especially at QB, will transfer to other schools because, you know, they haven't been able to really start, but they have, you know, a lot of experience. So they're going to choose that over a high school kid um, more than likely. And so just got to keep, like, working hard, but also, you know, having fun with it. But, yeah, for sure, I'll have to go to some camps and visits, definitely. What is important to you in regards to a school? What are you looking for? Um... Yeah, definitely. That's definitely a good point. You know, obviously, I want to go to a great football team, a great program, great coaches. But above that, I want to go to a place where I I want to go to a place that's fairly close. But, you know, I might not be able to have that luxury. But, um, you know, close to home would be nice. But if not, that's okay, too, because I kind of get out of my comfort zone. And, I would, you know, I would like to go to a Christian school as well if I have the chance because, you know, I feel like, that would put me in the best situation to uh, continue my faith. But also maybe going to a state school would be a good a good chance to help my faith even grow better because it's, you know, a, a whole other new experience. And so really just um, on the football basis, go to the place where coaches um, care about you in the football sense, but also in the relationship outside of football. And just a place where I can really impact people and um, be a good dude and just have a good time. But... You know, being close to home would be nice for sure. There had, I mean, it, it's it's remarkable. It is not unbelievable, but it is remarkable what Harding Academy has been able to produce. Regardless, it seems like now of the classification uh, and what you've been able to continue to accomplish in football, and without great numbers, big numbers. What makes Harding Academy so special, Owen? What makes it so unique? What? How are you guys able to continue on that tradition? There's obviously a lot of factors that go into that, but really just like, I know it sounds like cliche, but like how everyone's like love for each other. We just have incredible chemistry. And obviously we have, we all, most of us come from like great parents and stuff. And a lot of, a lot of the kids have been here for a really long time. So, you know, they've, been best friends their whole life and so we just have great chemistry and then you know kind of what I was talking about with the college thing that um, I'm teaching for but we have coaches that really um, coaches that really care for us and genuinely want the best for us in football and just in life and you know obviously they're very smart and you know they know what they're doing football wise um, better than most coaches and they're very talented but just the fact that they stay here even though maybe they could have a better job opportunity for you know money or you know, whatever, but they just, our coaching staff is very close, um, very fond of each other, and they're just very intentional with us, and I really think that's the, the separation, is how much everyone as a community on the football team um, cares for each other, and, you know, wants the best for another person. No one's selfish. Owen, we're out of time. We want to say congratulations on a great couple of past years you've had at Harding Academy. Continued success, my friend. Keep us up to date on how things are going with you and your future. That's Owen Miller by way of Harding Academy. Thank you, Owen. All right, Rick Schaefer, Kevin Bohannon. I'm Randy Rainwater.
still trying to give these tickets now away. Time to get a great deal on select Kubota compact tractors. Rated number one in durability and owner experience. Designed for easy operation and feature performance matched attachments. Right now at participating dealers, get a Kubota compact tractor for zero down. Zero APR for up to 84 months, plus save up to $300 on select equipment. Stop by River Valley Tractor or go to KubotaUSA.com forward slash disclaimers for full disclaimer. Spring means it's time for fresh vegetables and produce. And your local family market store is your home for everything spring, including all of those barbecue supplies and fresh-cut meats by our butchers for your spring cookouts. With great deals on all of your favorite Coke, Pepsi, and Frito-Lay items, as well as so much more, Family Market in Pangburn, Malvern, and Shannon Hills are always there for you. And remember, you'll never pay full price for gas when you use your Family Market rewards card at select locations. Family Market, the way grocery shopping is supposed to be. No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. We're going abroad for the first time in years to Spain. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast. With Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Gracias, Babbel. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. This year, we considered hiring an ad agency to help with our marketing. They pitched impressive visuals and a script that was inspiring. And exotic animal mascots to help grab your attention. In the end, we just decided to tell it to you straight. Shelter Insurance has award-winning customer service at affordable rates. Plus, our local agents are there to help you understand what coverage you need. See shelter agent Paul Griffin in Monticello, Sam Eklund in Star City, or Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff. Take your yard up to the next level with the Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA Tour caddy, and his landscape designs are inspired by some of the most beautiful golf courses around the world. Call Josh at 501-794-2770 for all of your landscaping needs. Flower beds a mess? Josh's crew can give your home the curb appeal you've always wanted. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping also installs French drains, retaining walls, and they'll even take care of your ear irrigation maintenance needs. A Caddy Touch Landscaping. Call today, 501-794-2770. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Be a part of the game plan. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, Kevin Bohannon as we go around the horn. Thanks to Wood Family Dealerships. I'm Randy Rainwater. We're trying to get an answer to give away some tickets to the Arkansas UCA baseball game this upcoming Tuesday. And uh, with the correct answer to our question, who holds the Razorback record for the longest hitting streak and how long was the streak. Let's try Joey. Joey, do you have an answer for us? Yes, sir. Caden Wallace? No, that sir. is incorrect, Joey. Ah, uh, thanks. You Thank bet. you. <laughs> All right, since we made it to the break and didn't have it anybody close, so uh, you want to give year, decade, I don't know, narrow it down here, double R. I'll leave that to Rick since he screamed so loudly a moment ago. The College World Series, coached by Norm DeBryant. Okay, that's yeah. If you if you're a Razorback, if you follow Razorback baseball, you should know that. Okay, and five zero one six six one one zero three seven five zero one six six one one zero three seven. In the meantime, Kevin. Yep. The 2023, uh, 24 high school baseball season is 
underway. I ask you why the West, 6A West, already started playing conference games, and you said because of 10 teams. Yeah. And I'm sure that knocked a few teams out who would love to have played this past week down in Hot Springs at the uh, Sporting Goods Classic. Yeah, Southwest Sporting Goods Classic that we talked to Neil Grode on Tuesday. The, the games were great. Uh, you, you saw Tag Andrews from Maumelle, Steel Eaves from Lone Oak, Razorback Commit, Lance Davis from Valley View. Eli Cresilius, all those are Razorback commits. Uh, played really well. Bryant started the, started it out on Tuesday. Ridge Sutherland, it's an Oklahoma commit. Five innings, no hits, eight strikeouts, one walk. Uh, coach Garrett Bach got his first win as a as the head coach of the uh, Bryant Hornets. So uh, I talked to Coach Bach the other day, and he's just, they were, he's really proud how his team came out. They took advantage of some things early in that first inning. They won three to one against Maumelle. Maumel countered with Peyton Lee, another Razorback commit. Uh, he's a junior, 90-93, uh, uh, really good slider, one of the best sliders in the state. Uh, but Coach Bach, like he said, he was really proud of how his team came out. They played focused on defense the entire game. Uh, and so defense and pitching was what was going to kind of win this event. It's really kind of a round robin with five teams. Valley View went 2-0. Uh, Maumel 0-2. They played Bryant, and they played Valley View. So uh, Lone Oak went 1-1, one and, one, and Little Rock Christian went 0-1. Oh so uh, Lone Oak did walk off Little Rock Christian on Tuesday night. Still leaves. Had a little Texas leaguer. They came back from a 4-0 deficit. Uh, a little Texas leaguer to right field. Won it for them. Had bases loaded. Uh, so these teams, the, early in the season, I talked to Coach Josh Allison from Valley View. Uh, he wanted to make sure his guys were on a pitch count. Uh, they didn't have a pitcher that threw over 60 pitches. We talk about Slade Caldwell. Uh, how he probably going to be the highest uh, drafted Razor, or high school uh, player in the state of Arkansas in modern history. Went in two and two-thirds innings, struck out seven uh, in their first game the other night. Um, so he did really well. Didn't do as well at the plate, kind of, you know, struggling a little bit, kind of, you know, kind of pushing a little pushing himself pressing a little bit so they they did open it up for batting practice and we talked to neil that that right field fence is kind of like yankee stadium at 305 with the train tracks out there slade put a few in the middle of the train track so a really good opening event and we we kind of think and neil's done this for four years now uh what would this look like kind of in the middle of the year when guys are a little bit fresher the weather uh, they had good weather for this event, thank goodness. So uh, what would it look like in the middle of the year? Uh, as far as games outside of Southwest Sporting Goods Classic, uh, Springdale Harbor dropped two games to Rogers Heritage uh, this week, which was really big for Brian Walker's squad. Uh, and then Rogers beat Bentonville three times this week. Uh, Jake Taylor, Ty Anderson, uh, two top pitchers for Rogers. They look really good this week. So uh, still got some uh, – you got the Northwest uh, Classic show, Showcase going on at Huntsville. Huntsville started out 2-0. They beat Ozark today 6-4. And then the Ralph Gross Memorial Classic down in Nashville. Uh, Haskell, or not Haskell, but Harmony Grove, Washita County, beat Star City today 7-6. Caleb Johnson uh, went 3-3, three three, hit his first bomb of the season. Of course, Caleb's going to South, uh, Southern Arkansas to play football and baseball next year. Saw Boonville got yeah. roughed up the other day. Yeah. Was that minus uh, Dax yeah, Golf yeah, and Company? Minus everybody that was playing basketball. Okay. So, yeah, they had 10 errors on the day, and Morlton's really good. Morlton's ranked in our Super 7 uh, this year. Luke Carner, Caden Miller, Duncan Blakely, all those guys are going to play college baseball. Luke Carner's of course, is going to go to UCA. But, yeah, Boonville early in the season. They lost 6-2 to two at Northside on Monday to start the, to start the week, start the season. Uh, so they get Dax back now. They're they're going to be pretty good. They had about three starters that were out, two that I mentioned, uh, with Jace Washburn and Dax Goff. So uh, Boonville's going to be really good in that Class 3A, but still going to be Harding Academy and Central Arkansas Christian, I believe, once CAC gets Grayson back. Webb Watson's playing basketball. Uh, Harmony Grove, Washtenaw County in 3A. Those are three teams that are right up there that will challenge uh, for that state title. Class 5A, you mentioned Valley View and Little Rock Christian. That's a pretty loaded uh, classification with Maumel, Benton, Batesville, Sylvan Hills, and always, can't forget, Greenwood. 4A, uh, you mentioned Marlton a few moments ago. Uh, they, along with Gravit and Nashville, 5, 6, and 7. Top half, boy, these are all great programs. Lone Oak, Ashdown, Brooklyn, and Robinson. Yep. 
Uh, Brooklyn actually got to, is was at Lone Oak this afternoon playing. I haven't got an update on that score yet, but we'll have it and we'll make sure and post it on social media. Uh, Brooklyn's looked really good so far this year. Griffin Duvall had a really good outing on the mound. Their first game was an 18 to three win. Uh, then they beat Gosnell nine to four. And they beat Green County Tech three nothing yesterday, so they're getting all the baseball they want this week. They're getting four games in, uh, get some really good competition. That's uh, really what Brooklyn did last year. Even though they had a losing record up until kind of conference play, and people were asking me why? Are, why do you still have them ranked? I was like, they're good. They have guys that can play at the next level and will play at the next level. So uh, they're coming out 3-0 this year. It's a really good start for them with a first-year head coach. Uh, Ashdown, they return eight starters this year, including Walt Jones, a shortstop who's a Razorback commit in the 2025 class. Uh, so I don't think they'll get the double-digit double losses this year, but them in Nashville in that 7-4A will be a really good matchup uh, this season. And just when I think that uh, 4A's nasty, 5A's nasty, 6A's nasty, 3A is yeah. nasty. Yeah. Harding Academy, Central Arkansas, Christian, Rivercrest, Boonville, uh, Harmony Grove, Washita County, Gosnell, and Bismarck. Yeah, Gosnell, uh, they return. they're one of those teams that started a lot of underclassmen last year. I think they got seven or eight starters back. Uh, Chad Stewart is a switch hitting catcher. Those are kind of like unicorns. They don't come along very often, but when they do, you better catch them. So, uh, like Rivercrest, they're going to get to play their games at home this year. Uh, they played every game on the road or at somebody else's park as a home team last year. Uh, so, they'll have a better shot. Connor Vaughn signed with UALR uh, in the offseason back in November. So, uh, I really like Rivercrest, but it's going to be tough to break that Central Arkansas Christian Harding Academy. Uh, they've just got too many weapons. And if you difference this year with Harding Academy is they don't have that stud arm that can go out there like a Kate Smith, a Gavin Alvetti, a Peyton Harlow. Uh, they don't have that guy. So uh, Kyler Hoover can get on the mound and give them some innings. Uh, but they've got a lot of hitters back from that lineup last year. Isaac Baker uh, is one of them. Two sport guy, Cam Hoover, two sport guy, Kyler Hoover, two sport guy for the for the Wildcats. Uh, so three A, it's going to be a little bit more competitive. But and keep an eye on Bismarck. They made it to the semifinals last year, went eighteen and six. Uh, they've got quite a few guys back from that team. All right, two A. Do we need to just say two A? Woodlawn, Woodlawn, move yep. on. Yeah, Mansfield and Bigelow. Keep an eye on them in Greenland. They returned just about everybody from last year. They had two guys that were on our Super Seven, or excuse me, our Scorebook Live underclassmen team. So uh, Greenland from the northeast, northwest part of the state will be keep an eye on. And I'm going to go with the major yeah. dark South Bigelow. Yeah, Bigelow Southside uh, B Branch is really good. They beat Episcopal twelve nothing. And then Sloan Hendricks, they've got a couple of arms that could give people trouble. And Carlisle has been really good the yep. last couple of years. Finally, in Class A, there's my old Taylor team right there. Title Town, those Tigers keep on winning. Taylor, Nemo Vista, St. Joseph, Viola, North Fork, Westside, Greer's Ferry, Mount Ida. Yeah, a lot of the same, same seven teams that were in our rankings last year. Uh, they've got guys coming back. Just about all these teams do. Nicholas French for St. Joe's. Uh, Taylor, they, they are going to miss the Smith brothers. They're on to Southern Arkansas, but Waylon Waddell, Mason Lindsay return uh, strong up the middle. So, yeah, Taylor Tigers will be the favorite right now. All right, that's it. We're out of time. we got to say so long and good night for Rick Schaefer. Kevin Bohannon. I'm Randy Rainwater. Buzz Animal Cruelty. Spay and neuter your pet. Have a great weekend, everyone. So long, everybody. This is your official sports and entertainment station, Central Arkansas. We are 1037 The Buzz. KABZ Little Rock. Nothing compares to the feeling of wearing a Facets of Fire diamond from Sissy's Log Cabin. The first diamond cutting advancement in over a century, Facets of Fire diamonds are created by etching thousands of nano prisms.